0: And welcome back. So, first question. Little things. The method of ceremonial communion service and partaking of the wafer of the grape juice. The following is a quote from your blog, The Little Things. Uh, Do you think there is a difference between the Catholic Eucharist and the Protestant communion? Or are you just referring to how the various Protestant churches conduct ceremonial communion service? Is it really a little thing when you are confirming... Uh, that the Catholic priest has created God when you partake the Eucharist. So, uh, I'm gonna share with you, uh, this is taken from my blog. Maybe some of you have read it, some of you haven't. Uh, I will just share with you this blog. It's taken from, so you get the context of the question. This is, um, in fact called Big Things and Little Things. It says, When considering God, God, eternal truths, and the beliefs that we hold, have you ever, have you noticed that even among People of the same faith, there's often a lot of disagreement. As I was thinking about why it happens, I realized that there are two general types of beliefs that we form. Beliefs about the big things and beliefs about the little things. And the problems in our relationships and divisions in churches, communities, and families often come when we assign big thing importance to little thing beliefs. The big things... The big thing beliefs are truths of how reality work. The little thing beliefs are the stepping stone ideas that lead to understanding reality. The big things have a direct impact on how life functions. The little things don't. The big things are always connected to the operations of life. The little things are tools to help us understand and learn how to live out the big things. The big things have direct effect on health and happiness. The little things illustrate those effects. The big things cause outcomes. The little things do not. Below are some examples that contrast big things and little things that people can believe. Consider how focus on the little things is often at the root of division in our families, churches, and communities. Big thing. Living in harmony with God's design laws. Little thing obeying a list of religious rules. Big thing. The meaning, truths, contained in Scripture, which means it is the truth in Scriptures that heal the mind and set us free. John 8.32, you know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Words are ways to convey meaning. The words only have value to the degree they effectively convey God's truths. Thus, we, re- we replace Hebrew and Greek words in a language that people can comprehend so the meaning can be understood. Little things. The words contained in Scripture. Big things, meaning contained in Scripture. Little things, words contained in Scripture. And then arguing over this word or that word in a particular text or this version or that version while missing the actual meaning. Big thing. Dividing people based on character. Honest versus dishonest. Loyal versus disloyal. Kind versus cruel. Loving versus selfish. This is big thing. Little thing. Dividing people based on race, tribe, language, national origin, gender, economic status. Big thing. Being baptized by the Holy Spirit. Meaning having your Entire being, mind, and heart immersed and cleansed by the power of the Holy Spirit. Little thing, method of ceremonial baptism. Big thing, ingesting into our minds the truth, symbolic by the flesh of Jesus, and into our hearts the love, life, symbolic by the blood of Jesus. Little thing, The method of ceremonial communion, service, and the partaking of wafers and grape juice. Big thing, living modestly in ways that represent Jesus in our dress, comportment, and action. Little thing, making a list of rules on dress, jewelry, religious hats, collars, and scarves. Sadly, far too many people get stuck on the little things while ignoring the big things. Anyway, that's the context of the question. And the question was: the, the quote, do you think that there is a difference uh, about the method of ceremonial communion and partaking away from grape juice? Is a little thing. And then, do you think that there is a difference between Catholic Eucharist and Protestant communion? Yeah. They're both symbolic, they're both symbolisms. They both, neither the Catholic Eucharist nor the Protestant communion ceremony with their wafers have any power to cleanse from sin. Now they may teach it does. It doesn't mean it does. They're simply symbols of something else. So they're little things. The big thing is whether people actually ingest what the symbols represent. The flesh or the bread represents the word of God. Jesus was the flesh, was the word made flesh. Do we intake the word, the truth that Jesus revealed about God, and then the wine represents the blood, which is his life, and then we take in his life into our hearts. So we become new people who are like Christ. That's the big thing. I don't find any value in arguing the other at all. It's symbolic. There's a question here that somebody wrote about um, what the Adventist church does with pastors and why they send them and pay them and so forth, asking me, my, I don't work for the Adventist church. I've never worked for the Adventist church. I've never set policy for the Adventist church. If you have questions along those lines, I encourage you to write your local Adventist church conference and make, make your inquiries to them. Thank you for your study on the 20th of May, uh, that which, which is the... Sabbath on the Sabbath, which is we're two weeks ahead, so it was the two weeks ago study. Uh, I got so, so many great things out of it. I wonder if the verse, I am the Lord who makes you holy, could effectively be synonymous for healed, as in restored to our original intended holiness. Uh, Yes, I would agree with that. That's exactly what it means. When he sanctifies us or makes us holy or sets us right, the whole plan of salvation, salvation the Greek word, sozo, it actually means to heal, to put right, to set right, to take that which is corrupt and broken and restore it to perfection and righteousness. So the whole plan of salvation is the plan of healing. That's correct. Uh, The investigative judgment has never made sense to me. Surely Christ doesn't need to review uh, a reviewed process if it's to address any questions of the unfallen, why would he wait over 1,800 years? Uh, that, you're exactly right. It doesn't make sense because you've read it through the imposed law model. And in that model, it's contradictory and filled with lots of nonsense. And I can point out that nonsense. I encourage you to go to our website, start with the magazine, The uh, Wedding of Christ to His Bride, and read it through there, and you will find that, in fact, it's a beautiful teaching. And the atonement is at one meant. And when a- God made Adam, and he described Adam and Eve, the man shall leave his wife and join himself uh, to his parents and join himself to his wife, and the two shall become one. And Christ is the groom, and the church is the bride, and we are to become one. At one, the actual ceremony of the Day of Atonement is the day symbolically describing the time in human history when God makes us genuinely one with him. And I describe that process in the, uh, in the magazine. You can read it online. You can also order one if you have a U.S. postal address and read it there, and I think it will become very sensible to you. Regarding the rejection of the Holy Spirit, 1888, uh, is the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews and are not but a lie um, who, who I think it is. I'm just curious, so thankful for coming Reason Ministries and Dr. Jennings and pray for you all every day. Thank you. And thank you for your prayer. And I want to ask all of you to, to pray for Christy and I right now. As you know, we're in the valley of some decisions. So thank you for your prayers and we really want the Lord to lead in what's going on in our life right now. But the question of 1880, I have not identified a denominational group. I identify anybody. Uh, who um, claims to be representing Christ but actually hardens themselves into um, the principles of imperialism and would use state powers uh, or any type of authoritarian control to coerce the consciences of others. In other words, it doesn't matter what background they're from. If they claim to represent Jesus and, in fact, uh, use Satan's methods and form Satan's character within, then that would be um, fitting that role. There is no ministry that is more important for the body of Christ, um, uh, bride of Christ, than come and ministries. There is no ministry I found closer to the mind of Christ. May Many, many prayers of blessings and uh, thanksgiving for the ministry and heart of Dr. Jennings and family. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate that. Uh, Regarding Satan paying tithe, how can any religious organization expect or purport to a world audience that their composition is a result of God's intent, so that all should expect that are promoting godly purposes when the organization sets itself up to be financially dependent upon state funding, and then expect to function independent of the state priorities. So, yeah, he's, I think the point is being made is how can the church really represent it, it, its advancing God's kingdom if it's organized itself to depend on state funds and then say it can stand up to the state pressures? And I think we all have seen over the last three or four years uh, certain Christian organizations that found themselves in a very difficult position because their organizations are, are very dependent upon state funding and they didn't want to uh, undermine that funding. And I think that's correct. Uh, that's a very correct concern. Let's go ahead and close our prayer. Gracious Father in heaven, thank you so much for your love and for your watch care over us. And we just pray that you will give us ever-growing clarity in the things of heaven, settle our hearts and minds into your principles, give us peace that you are watching out and protecting and leading, and show us where we can advance your, your final message to the world more effectively. We pray in your holy name, amen. amen.